0: As time has gone on, the Creativity Cocktail podcast powered by Rising Tides Charity have found people who are just so amazing and do so many incredible things in our community. In this conversation with Tamina Ward, you are going to hear about something that we all can either share or utilize. Her platform is something that I believe is transformative and really, really a value to each and every one of us. So listen to this great conversation with Tamina Ward and Black Therapy. All right, this is the Creativity Cocktail powered by Rising Tides Charity. Today, we have an amazing platform and story to talk about with our guest today. As all of you know, we were created to help people who are going through difficult times in their life. And we believe that creativity is one of those principal elements that can help with that. We also believe that getting the support and talking to other people um, is another way for that to happen. So today we have Tamina Ward, who's part of Black Therapy Love, and she's gonna tell us all about that. And we believe that this is such an amazing platform. And Tamina, I shared earlier that when I say amazing, I'm saying like so many other verbs and descriptions inside of that.
1: <laughs>
0: so, so great to have you as part of the podcast today. Tell everybody hello and a little bit about yourself.
1: Hello, good morning, and thank you so much, Winston. I really appreciate you all having me on your show, um, and I appreciate your platform and everything that you're doing because I know that it is changing lives. Um, so good morning, everyone. Um, I am Tamina Ward, and I have created an app uh, for Black therapy. Um, I wanted to create an app to help to destigmatize therapy for everyone, but especially in the Black community. So, the app actually was created for my family. Um, I have multiple members in my family with depression, anxiety, many other mental health issues. And I can count on one hand, how many have actually seen a professional therapist for help. And I wanted to change that. I wanted to allow a place for togetherness, um, not only for my family, but for the rest of the black community to understand that we can talk about mental health and that everyone has struggles and trials and stressors.
0: So, wow, let me, this is, so black therapy, love. Let's make sure we say it again. so, yeah. so you created so How do you find the the therapists that are part of the network? How does that work? So, uh, a wonderful LinkedIn, uh, the professional
1: networking website. Um, I located quite a few therapists that were very impressed with the idea and very impressed with the app, and they wanted to jump on and be a part of the platform. Wow! And it was. What's good about that with the, the, um, the therapist is that through the app, it allows for rapport building. You know, some of the other directories, all you see is just a picture and their information and you can contact them. But through the app, you can actually message the therapist directly. You can ask, ask questions and get to know that therapist or that life coach or that counselor and feel more comfortable with making appointments with him. There's that emotional connection
0: that we need to have that trusting relationship to get help with our mental health issues. It's fantastic. And it does so everyone knows that to me, the way we met was via LinkedIn. You had put a, a post out there, and I responded, and you responded to my response. And then we went back and forth. We had Absolutely. Two, we had some fantastic conversations. Um, and I said, Why don't you join the podcast? I mean, the world needs mm-hmm. to know what you're doing because. Our world these days need what you're doing. And uh, yeah. I shared recently that I've been telling everyone that I can about the app and how it works. And I've had several people who were seeing someone else decide to go onto the app. And they interacted with some of the therapists. And now they're seeing somebody else. Now, and, Absolutely. And, and one of the pieces of that, and I think you shared this with me as, as, as well, is that they wanted to see someone who looked like them. Yeah. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about that and how did that come about for you? Well, so I am I I moved to California
1: and I happened to be looking for a therapist myself. Um and and I've I've had therapists uh, back in the day that I've seen. I've had one that was um of a different ethnicity and one that looked like me. And immediately when I walked into the one that looked like me office, I felt a sense of ease, I felt that she could relate to me culturally, and I didn't want to go have to explain, you know, that I come from a single parent home, you know, that some of my stressors uh, growing up uh, culturally, I wanted someone to understand that already, which is why I, I knew that it was important to bring black therapists, life coaches, counselors to one centralized location. So people can actually talk to them and see some beautiful faces that can help them move forward
0: in life. Yeah, that is one of the individuals that I referred over to the app shared a story very similar to what you uh, you just said. Is that they in the past saw other people, but mm-hmm. and and they had an enchan- a chance to engage with the, the therapist through Black Therapy Love before they went and physically saw them. And yeah, and, and you're right when they walked in, all of a sudden, like they didn't have to explain like half the story because the story <laughs> the story was already... Absolutely.
1: And you know, uh, seeing a therapist is already a, a nerve-wracking in itself. There's so much stigma in the black community. We either pray about it or we think it's too expensive or we just don't think that we do it as, as black people all the time. So not only am I maybe a little nervous, maybe a little apprehensive, but to be able to make that connection with someone who looks like me up front allows a bit more ease when I'm trying to get help with our issues. And, you know, I also mentioned getting help. You know, this app is not only for people that have depression, people that have, our, you know, um, suicide ideations. It's a place to come together and level on each other and give each other support as well. Yeah. So just knowing that there's a, a location that we can
0: do that as a community is definitely something that I wanted to do for us. Yeah, you were so right when you when you mentioned community cuz I think we all know that we as a, as a group of people come from such a strong community based foundation, you know, going back <clears throat> hundreds and thousands of years ago we would gather and the way we would get things done were this powerful driver of community. It, yeah, it, yeah it, was, it was less hierarchical, which is kind of how uh, the world thinks about things today. Um, there were elders and those kind of things, but it was more about everyone coming together. And regardless of how long it took, it got it. it things got resolved in a way that everyone had an engagement in it, which
1: I think was absolutely, so, which was so it, powerful. And what we do for sure as a community, we love on each other, we take care of each other. Um, you know, hey, on Sundays, come over to Grandma's house. She's cooking. We got greens. You know, we we. we that's just. The nature of us as a community, and
0: it's such a beautiful thing. Have you ever shared with someone that hey, you're going over to somebody's house for some, you know, for a meal or something? Next thing you know, right. that, next thing you know, they at the house too. <laughs> Everybody just decides to come through.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll, and we'll do that too. Right. We invite ourselves.
0: <laughs> next thing you but, know, you got a whole party. You're like, all right, cool. Yeah. Everybody come through. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and
1: and that's what that's what makes us so special yes. is because we are family. Um, you know, I have a military background, so I move around quite a quite a bit, and it's nice to be able to relate to other people. And to me, they become family, just like you. You know, meeting you over uh, LinkedIn, uh, we're family now because we have common ground, we have common purpose. You know, we we want to see people succeed. Um, so it's just what we do
0: as we move. And, and introduce and meet different people, uh, we become family. Yeah, thank you so much for that. I, I love when you share that it because it's 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 true. I'm I part uh-huh. I'm part of a project, right? There's a group of us are trying to get together to make some films about kind of our our world and things that have happened. And there's this challenge where we're trying to juxtapose the world. The hierarchical world that we live in, where you know there's peoples with titles and all that kind of thing, with the, with the world of community, and I remember having this conversation. I was like, you know, we just gotta stop for a second. We gotta uh, we gotta go slow to go fast, and when, uh, and going slow means we gotta just know who we are before we say let's continue to go into this venture in this uh, in this traditional way. Let's really know who we are. We are Absolutely. Like, really? Absolutely. You know, Winston, there are
1: so many people that can't answer that question. You know, even I, a few years ago, I couldn't have answered that question. So you are exactly right. You have to uh, get to the bottom of knowing who you are. When you know who you are, you know what you want out of life. You know what your goals are. You know what you want for your family. And you know it allows for clarity with moving forward. That's right. So and, you're exactly. Yeah.
0: And it's a process too, right? I had a good. A mm. I had a good friend of mine. Probably about four years ago, we were doing this exercise where we were getting to know each other. We were doing kind of this theater thing where we were helping to create this community around theater people. And mm. so part of it was to look into each other's eyes, um, but not like in an actor way because I can do that pretty effectively. But to like uh-huh. but in, in a in a genuine way, like in just uh. just in our way. And he shared something with me that I never forget. He was like, Winston, I see you I see who you are by looking in your eyes, but I also see kind of your 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 barriers and and uh. your walls. He saw all of that and which wow. which told me that I was being as open and as vulnerable as I could be through my eyes. Uh. But, But I was saying to to myself, oh my gosh, I I can't forget what you just told me because seeing people for real is so important in our lives. And probably one of the reasons why we do feel depression, and I'm not clinical enough to know this, but um, is that we don't get seen. Oh, we don't get seen.
1: Oh my goodness gracious. Mm -hmm. We don't get seen and we also don't, you know, want other people to see some of our flaws and some of our insecurities. So you're right, we it takes a long time and some of us never get to knowing a person for who they really are. We're all broken. We all have issues. We all have trauma, you know, so it's easier to cover that up and to mask it. Just like, you know, your organization talking about how they come up with creative ways, it's easier to be someone else to see myself at times yeah. and that's, that's oh wow
0: that's, uh, that's good yeah I was sharing with you that we have such influences in our lives you know I was sharing like the the theory that I have that fathers influence everybody's life whether they did something good or bad or absent or even if they were there what they did mm-hmm. they have such a, an effect and I, I was talking about another organization tell, tell tell us who are listening today some of the ways you get influenced or who's influenced you in your life who are some of those people or entities what, what are some of those things
1: well um, like I said before um, I do have a military background of course they don't endorse um, the app or have, has anything to do with it however I have been influenced by so many wonderful leaders in my life um, you know female and male alike um, and you know to be honest with you quite a few of them have looked like me as well Um, So there's something about that connection of having senior people, um, elders, that have looked out for me that I've been able to learn from, um, and that I've been able to take, you know, good, bad, and ugly from, and be able to incorporate it in my life and with my decisions. So I've just been blessed to have good mentors in my life that have influenced me
0: and some of the things that I do um, throughout my life. That is is awesome. That is great. Uh, So... So it's interesting because the Creativity Cocktail, one of the premises of our organization or the premise is that we bring together people who've created all kinds of things, not just people who are traditionally what you traditionally would call creative. So in my opinion, creating an app to help people who are going through personal challenges is being
1: creative. Uh, uh-huh. there,
0: there, there is no doubt about it.
1: Um, yeah. And, you know, so the app has different mental health topics. So the dashboard, it includes motivation. So there are therapists that are uploading motivational themes. It's similar to Instagram. So um, I have, I love one of my therapists, Damon Avenger. Every time I see something that he posts, I just want to get up and run a marathon. Everything is so (laughs) motivating that he uploads. Um, So there's that. There's um, a trauma tab, there's a suicide chat tab, anxiety, depression, so the users can log in and just start a discussion based off of the topic in the chat room, and they can change as needed. Um, so not only that, I also have a collab tab. In that tab, we actually are featuring uh, Ms. April Mason. She is fighting and beating breast cancer, and she has a voice on her. So she is just reminding everyone, you know, no matter what you're going through, tomorrow is, is is coming. You know, tomorrow is another day. So keep pushing, keep fighting. So it's just just a, a place for us to go to be able to talk, to be able to, to understand that not being okay is okay sometimes. And and hey, you're not alone. You are not alone.
0: Wow i i got um I got a little bit uh, caught up there. My sister-in-law was just diagnosed with uh, stage three breast cancer a couple of weeks ago and, it's, and, it's, and and she is one of the most unbelievably creative gregarious beautiful human beings that exist out there and um, to the point where um, I know that she's going to do you know she's going to obviously beat this but she's, going, yeah. but she's going to contribute so much to our world. Yeah. And, you know, and, yeah. and hearing that story, because many, you know, one of the key things that I think that even we have to consider is that one of the pieces that can make you feel anxiety or depression or other things is health. Like yeah. physical, physical health. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, uh, you know. I think there's this misnomer that they're like separate things. Uh, yes. And, and, and I'm sure that someone could tell us that they're not. They're connected.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, mental health care is health care. Yeah. Um, you know, actually, studies show that, you know, things that we go through is 80% mental. You know, even um, um, even in the military, um, you know, quite a bit of our, our, our trials and our tests, they start with the mind. They are mental trials. Um, So you're exactly right. Health care starts with mental health care. And there's nothing wrong with preventative mental health care. Just like we go for our checkups, you know, oftentimes we're trying to be friends and be each other's therapists. It's okay to actually see a professional to help you move forward.
0: Yeah, I, I had a chance recently that, thank you, is to talk to some students and these were college MBA students and one of them asked like hey i'm going through this coursework i've got a full-time job i've got a lot of anxiety that is happening because i'm doing these two things and uh-huh. and so they said well what are some thoughts about how to combat that and there's obviously yeah. there's you know there's obviously lots of things and so i shared with them meditation obviously that that's a, a right. key way to do it but I also told them, you got to find out what makes you serene, what <laughs> what fits for you. Like for me, journaling, and because I am a writer, like writing down how I am feeling is such a powerful way for me. Um, but, Absolutely. But for some others, it may be another way to take care of yourself proactively. It, it might, Absolutely. It might be writing, it might be drawing something, it might be right. taking a walk, or I don't know what it is. But for everybody, it is unique. But I think a lot of times we try to make the world the world tell us how to take care of ourselves <laughs> as opposed to taking uh, care of ourselves ourselves
1: <laughs> you know you're exactly right you know you are so right and you know there's so many influences from television from um, you know movies just, and and people that we surround ourselves with you're exactly right you know at, at, at times i'm listening to what works for one person or what, what works for another person but that is not the cookie cutter answer for everyone. We all have we, we come from different backgrounds, right? You know, so um, based off of what we have going on in our lives and where we're from, you're exactly right. It may take a different method for us to be serene and to find our inner peace. Um, and you're just like you. I do journaling. Um, I love to go for a brisk walk I'll, or I'll go for a little a little run, not not too long, <laughs> yeah. um, but. I also just um, I meditate as well, and I, I like to I like to speak myself through some of my anxiety. I'll have conversations with myself, speaking my speaking to push myself through the anxiety. Wow! Um, so different things work for different people, for sure.
0: That's interesting that you sh- uh, said that. I'm part of a a group of developing leaders at my uh, church, and one of the things that that's emphasized there is quiet time, and that mm-hmm. is this time where you it's just you and your yeah. thoughts, and you know obviously yeah. you're, you're you're talking to to God and you're doing praise, but it's just quiet time for you to understand yourself a bit. And I, yeah. I at first when I first heard that being a guy from New York, I had a tough time like with that concept. I was like, wait a minute, I got ten things to do, I can't be quiet. Uh, but right. but I learned that being quiet. Actually makes you get those ten things accomplished, or realizing that four of the ten things are really what needs to be accomplished, and that absolutely. It, it's been such a powerful awakening of, of familiarity. Uh, and, and and I've absolutely. and I've sh- shared this, and it's not really something this concept. It really hasn't come from me. This slow down to speed up thing. I've heard it different places. I think I heard it even from a pad- podcast from a group in Australia that do that does this called a Slow Home Podcast. Where it's just okay. about living of, in order to get things done, taking a moment and slowing down and not letting the mm-hmm. world, you know, let the world influence you, but it's not your major and your only influence.
1: right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, that goes back to knowing who you are. Yeah. You know, if I know who I am at my core... Um, yeah, I'm taking some good things from what the world is giving me and telling me and teaching me, but I know who I am and I'm confident enough in who I am to know that, no, I'm not going to take that or no, I'm not going to do that. So absolutely, understanding who you are at your core allows you to to, to make those good and those those, those smart decisions uh, when it comes to that
0: time. Yeah, I mean, you make such a you make such a powerful point there because knowing who you are allows you to put everything in a proper perspective because I hear things a lot of times where they say oh well in order for you to live a life that's effective you should cut out X, Y, or Z and I I say to myself well maybe but if X, Y, or Z is giving you benefit then you shouldn't cut that out you just got to know who you are You just absolutely absolutely I've heard people say oh well the way I got effective is by cutting out social media as an example and it worked well for them but that wouldn't mm-hmm. that wouldn't work well for me because i've met family members from all over the planet i never knew existed because of social media exactly
1: <laughs> so, exactly, and you know everything in moderation yeah. you know if that's good for you you know take a week of cleansing from social media different things like that um but a- allow balance balance in life is the key so um you know different things work for different different people and you're exactly right you know we're We're in the business of networking and talking to people. And like you said, we're meeting families from all over. So um, having a a hiatus from social media for some people won't work based off of what we're doing in our life and our purpose right now.
0: Yeah, but knowing who we are allows us to put that in the right Mm -hmm. framework. You know, going back to that class that I talked about, I actually shared with them a specific framework on how to make sure that they are thinking about life in the right way. And the key piece was capturing stuff, right? Like me and you, while we're having this conversation, somebody's listening to us, but they're thinking about something else that they need to do, like right now. (laughs) They just (laughs) are. That's just how our mind works. They're hearing our voice, but they're still like, well, you know what? I just had an idea. And Uh this is so capturing that is a a key thing. And then categorizing what that needs to be, because some of that stuff is a priority and some of it is just like a 2022 thing. And so, right. you put it in the right context, and then actually acting on it, and then you know doing a cycle around it around it is key. That's such a key component because I think a lot of times we're just like it's, a lot of times we're living in this kind of environment where we say we gotta do this now. Doing this now means I can't do the other thing ever, and this, yeah. this and it's just not the right way to think about it. At least from my view, is doing the yeah. right thing now. What's what is the what is the framework of you like? What's the values for you? So if doing Absolutely. that, if doing that right now is giving service to helping your community or your family, then that's the right thing to do.
1: You're um, right, I agree, <laughs> and I, I also think that you know when we're making that decision, um, allow your tribe to be there for you and help you as well. Um, You know, being able to do it right now may require a friend. It may require a brother, a sister, or someone else to help, you know, with with the weight. Um, But you're exactly right. Having to figure out and prioritize
0: um, can be an issue that a lot of us deal with on a regular basis. Yeah, and the other thing I shared, and, and, and everybody who's listening to this understands this, is that all of us play multiple roles in our lives. And, and and inside of those roles have there are different things that are goals and different things that we need to do so each one of us whether it's like being a a, a husband or a wife or a father or a mother or a, a son or a daughter or a friend or whatever it is every single one a, a good coworker I mean a colleague a teammate there's like so many roles that have goals inside of it and and i think sometimes there's this 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 opinion that successful people just abdicated all the other roles and they just worked on the one role and that's why they're successful that might be that may be true um it it, it may be true but some i i always hear like the story that yeah they were successful but these other two roles were disastrous they they suffered that's right. With. They yeah. they've been married X amount of times or they had some bad <clears throat> or poor relationships with their children. <clears throat> yeah. Or they had some financial woes. All of these things came out of the fact that they that we need to have that balance that you mentioned. And
1: balance, and, yes. Absolutely. And you know, I um I gave a um I was part of the, a women's symposium um a few months ago. And that's one thing that I mentioned, too. Actually, it was uh, a whole bunch of of young girls around between the ages of 22 and and 25. Um, But I just talked about the different roles, like you mentioned. You know, a lot of them were military. A lot of them were wives. Um, They were mothers. And those roles and those titles, at times, you know, we kind of lose ourselves because we, we get so caught up in trying to be successful in each of those roles um, so you're exactly right you know and then you know it just depends on the person I think it depends on your your drive and your your ethic and um, your teachings growing up as to how successful you are in certain roles and there are some that are killing it some men that are killing it some women that are killing it in all of their roles and titles That's right. um, and you know and some that that Maybe stronger in one aspect and, and not another, but um, hey, day by day, as long as we're working towards um, being successful and effective, then that's all that we can ask for. No no, no pressure. That's, that's where that anxiety comes from. Trying yes, to be perfect. Because <laughs> yeah. I can tell you, boy, it's, it's been plenty of times I've gotten home after work, and the husband and I am like, okay, so what are we doing for dinner? I'm, I'm not planning out dinner for the week, <laughs> you know? So, hey, happens and the more that we allow life to happen and understand that it's not a perfect world not a perfect situation that helps to reduce some of that stress off of us from what society tells us you know should happen or where we should be at at what point in life you know you hear people talking about well you know i thought i'd be married by now i should have this by now hey live your life
0: that's right
1: define your own success that's you what, know, you, make it, you, you for you. You
0: make a good point there. The defining success. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think, and, and I, I know that I was guilty of this when I was younger. And, and and maybe many people still struggle with this. Is that success meant things. Success mm. meant, like, something. Like, I had to have X or I had to be X in order to right. happen. And, yes. and, and, and as I've gotten to this point in life, I say, you know, success is not about that. The currency that really exists in this life has nothing to do with my bank account. It's got, yes. it's got more to do with the relationships and the investments in those. Absolutely. That's the real investment in life, is investing in relationships. If you, uh-huh. if you do that right, then you get money. Uh-huh. And my belief is you get money if you invest in those yeah. and, and, and you create in those investments. It's harder. Uh, I, what you and I are talking about, it's harder for all of us. It's harder than shortcuts, right? Or getting things. You could buy things. Or, mm-hmm. or, or you could even buy some influence or some measure of success, you know. Well, you can do that, but investing in people, that's hard.
1: Yes, yes, mm-hmm. that, absolutely. Yeah. That, that's
0: purpose. Yeah. That's purpose. That's, that's hard because, you know, I always used to, I was in sales at a certain point in my career, I was like one of the great things about sales is that you never know what a client is going to say, and, when, mm-hmm. and one of the challenging things about sales is that you never know what a client is going to say. But it's absolutely, but it's, it's 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 a beautiful thing because we as human beings, when we talk to each other, it's it's like going to university every time you have a conversation.
1: <laughs> right. It, absolutely.
0: It, it really is. You're- so tell us about some things that are upcoming. I know you got. I know you're kind of talking to lots of people and trying to, you know, be another podcast and all that. Tell us some of the things that are upcoming for Black Therapy Love and for you.
1: Yeah, actually, um, I have done a uh, Begin to Talk radio station. Actually, I did that a couple weeks ago. Um, I have another podcast coming up this week, um, and I am continuously networking. I've been invited to uh, speak at a couple colleges on the app. Um, There's uh, quite a few people that are very interested in and enjoying the concept of the app Um, Also, one of my my therapists and actually if I can shout out a few of the therapists in the directory real quick Uh, We have Jason Phillips out of North Carolina. Um, He is doing wonderful things. He has a podcast on Tuesdays um, And I'm, I'm jumping on with him as well and Miranda Campbell with Port Counseling. She's out of Georgia So please you'll see her video through the app um she's very relatable and you know down to earth i think um, Miranda. i line.
0: think one of the people i references referenced over it is going yes. to talk to miranda that's fantastic that's great
1: yes <laughs> miranda is awesome and she's been on board since day one um just a just a wonderful spirit um we have kai glover out of oklahoma janice lyons Brittany bronson damon avenger um, so yes, you know they're doing wonderful things, and I'm jumping on board with them as well. So, any opportunity to get up and talk about the app, um, I am definitely jumping on it because it's a passion. Um, I love to help people, and I know that we are going to heal people through this app.
0: That is that is incredible. One of the things that we are, I'm publicly inviting you to is that one of our goals is to have a forum about creativity here in the next you know 12 to 18 months where we will we will gather a lot of people together and talk about how we can use creativity to help us overcome things in our lives but also Uh but also we will be doing some free things in that as well like doing some initial free acting classes and public speaking courses and that kind of almost like a almost like a, a convention if you will And we would would love to have Black Therapy Love and yourself be part of that.
1: And I will absolutely be there, yes.
0: And so more to come on that. You know, we are there for you and for your platform and your movement. So you've got to let us know how we can help you at the Rising Tides Charity and at the Creativity Cocktail. Uh, Tamina, Tamina, how are some ways that people, if they want to have a, Conversation with you or the organization how are some ways that people can do that how can they interact with you
1: yes absolutely so um, I am on Instagram um, if you could please follow me on Instagram um, the name is black underscore therapy underscore love um, and you can message me there um, and I also have a website and the website is a little flipped backwards so the website is black dash love dash therapy um, and you can uh, download the app from there. You can download the app from the link on the uh, Instagram page. Um, the app is shareable right now. Um, so instead of uploading it to the app store, um, I didn't want to deal with pop-up blockers and everything while the app is right out the gate. So you can download the app from both of those sites um, And or if you have any questions, uh, you can reach out to me and, and I can ensure that it gets to you. Uh, there's actually a QR code on my Instagram page where you can just scan it and it uploads the app
0: directly to your phone. So it's pretty easily accessible. Wow, that is That is great. Tamina, it's been so amazing to have you as part of our podcast and our conversation. You know, when we decided to do this uh, about a year or so ago, we. You know, we had an aspiration like how can we connect with people all over this world that are trying to help other people with creativity and uh-huh. m- meeting you this way and being able for you to share your platform I, I hope that those who are listening today realize a couple of things uh, number one is that black therapy love is there for them um, and uh-huh. there for them to help them in in whatever they're undergoing but also that, yeah. that we're, we're creating a, we're creating an energy, and that energy is around helping all of us through a really challenging time in human history. While, uh, while we are blessed to have probably more riches than has ever happened to humankind, we also have a lot of challenges that are affecting us in ways that we cannot quantify yet. And, and, we, and we are there to help all of us with that. So, and also part of this, um, Tamina, is that one of our goals is that we will be collecting these podcasts into an audio book here, and we would love to have snippets of our conversation be part of that. So we're hoping that, that you'll be okay with that uh, as well. Absolutely. That's phenomenal. Yep. Yeah. So those uh-huh. of you who are out there today, we want to all thank Tamina Ward. Clap wherever you are. Say, what's up? That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Send us comments on all the platforms. You will be able to see us on every single platform that exists out there. Um, So whether it's iTunes, website, Podbean, Spotify, Overcast, then you name it, we're there. Um, And also, uh, Tamina, it's just been so great. You've given me personally a lot to think about. And I thank you again for being part of the podcast
1: it has been a pleasure my brother thank you so much and thank you for what you all are doing i really appreciate being a part uh, of your platform
0: so thank you so much thank you fam take care you too